0: hey did you know man what do you know Ta-da! Uh, how's it going?
1: It's going fine.
0: All right. Well, before we get into the show, I just want to first of all say, fuck you. Um, even <laughs> though you picked this song like months ago, recent things that happened in my life listening to it, the song made me cry. So fuck That's you. That's my for whole goal, goal
1: is emotional. Just making everybody cool. emotional. Yes. because Chaos lot, DJ Madman.
0: It had a lot more to do with where I am uh, personally, which I'm not going to get into detail here. But it's like, oh, yeah, no, I, I don't need to hear a song right now about moving on. That's that's too much. Anyway.
1: Oh, right. Um, Whoops.
0: <laughs> it's not your fault. Like, I didn't even think of it until I heard the, like, actually listen to the song. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. Yep. I'm like a decade past this, but still, it's very much happening. Um, anyway, welcome to Chaos Traveler, back after a bit of a hiatus. And mm. uh, today we are talking about the song, um, Don't. Throw away my Legos, right? Don't throw
1: out my Legos.
0: Throw out, damn it! I knew it was, I, I was doing that when I was typing it. And it's by <laughs> AJ. Was it A J R? What's the
1: yes AJR.
0: AJR, Okay. Um, yeah, I, I just because you did more of the research for this because it was your idea. Um, I'll give my besides the stuff resonating with uh, real life. Um, I really did like the song. Now so I sat down listen to it. I already liked the the overall idea, but mm-hmm. one of the things I noticed that I don't usually pick up on is the, I, I want to say the percussion, but it's almost the whole the whole background music doesn't quite sound right, and but somehow reminded me of like two or three different musical themes from like big movies of my childhood kind of matched together in a techno way.
1: Okay, so that's actually really cool that you noticed that because that's one of the weird things I found out about this.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad I wasn't just pulling at nothing. But No, yeah, you so... were
1: definitely pulling at something.
0: <laughs> okay. But yeah, so that's that's sort of what I got out of it just as a general thing. But now we can dive into more of the details that you found. Um, you want to start by reading the lyrics? I mean, there's not a lot of them, but...
1: I, I got to lock in the lyrics. Yep. Okay. Uh, so I'm just going to do it in a pace. I'm going to try right. to not do it in between. My new address is hard to remember. So I wrote it on the back of my hand because I leave the nest this coming December to make it as a grown man. I'm about to lose my only defenders. I'm packing up whatever I can. Been waiting for today, but all I can think to say is, oh no, don't throw out my Legos. What if I can't let go? What if I come back home, back home? Oh no, don't throw out my Legos. What if I can't let go? What if I come back home, back home? Can we keep my Legos at home? Because I want to move out. I don't want to move on. People want shirts with the band name on it. And suddenly, we ain't so bad. Saved up enough to rent an apartment, but far away from mom and dad. My Christmas card looks like a mugshot, because suddenly, I'm getting sad. Been waiting for today. But all I can think to say is, then the refrain, oh no, don't throw out my Legos. What if I can't let go? What if I can't? what if i come back home back home oh no don't throw out my legos what if i can't let go what if it what if i come back home back home can we please keep my legos at home because i don't want to move out i don't want to move on can yep. we please can we keep my legos at home because i want to move out i don't want to move on <laughs> it's cold out there you're standing there you're trying to face your greatest fear you're shivering you're trembling it's warm in here so come back in and then it repeats the, oh, no, don't throw out my Legos. One, two, three, four times. And then again with the last final piece, which I messed up last time. Can we keep my <laughs> Legos at home? Because I want to move out. I don't want to move on.
0: Okay. Yeah. So the line that you originally like brought this to my attention is that last line of, I want to move out. I don't want to move on.
1: That's what makes um, it good, right?
0: Yeah. That I, I told this to you, and I'll share with everybody. My first initial impression was like, that's literally the, like, um, the anthem, the, it could be the banner, the, the catchphrase of my generation, of our generation. Millennials. Of millennials, yeah. Because, like, we, we get a lot of shit for not growing up, even though we're, oh, yeah. we have to grow up. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, there's a reason for it. You know what I mean? Like, I, somebody pointed out, and I never thought about it. After, like Especially for my generation, because I'm a little bit older than you, at I think it was like 14, if I remember right, I watched the World Trade Centers get destroyed on live TV, mm-hmm. and nothing was ever okay again. Like, it was war, 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 recession, like, nothing was ever okay again at that point.
1: Yeah, there's always some kind of event. Right. It's kind of like how the last three years have been.
0: <laughs> exactly. So... The thing, so I think that's part of where our generation is, is that we're doing the best that we can. But because at such a young age, the world just went upside down. We kind of very fiercely hold on to those things that other older generations got rid of really quickly. Like they were like, oh yeah, eighteen. I'm just gonna go and get a you know thirty thousand a year paying job by going to walk into the place and ask for an application. Mm-hmm. So you could just give up your Legos and it wouldn't matter because you can move on to be an adult. We, we're we kind of stuck in between. And I don't think we'll ever get unstuck. I think at this point it's, it's no, just No, no, no. There'll the, be
1: people that collect Funko Pops and student loans simultaneously. Yeah,
0: that'll be our generation's thing in the history books. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Um, but besides the more... Uh, recent stuff that I like—I would love to tell everybody about, but I really—it's still way too raw. I'm sure at some point on these podcasts I will talk about stuff that's happening right now, but I need time to get. We'll you know, do it
1: behind the scenes at one point. Yeah,
0: like you'll all know about it eventually, but it's just one of those things where I'm not good at talking about things while it's happening. Or will we? <laughs> yeah, or will we? Or I'll just move on and just use this. As a <laughs> we'll concept.
1: transition to some other like weird cult classic and then just never talk about it again.
0: Right. But, um, I do want to say one of the things that reminded me of that's very much about the song is the last, like last year sometime I got a a text message from my dad who said that one of his cats got into the closet where he was storing all of my books because Mm -hmm. I saved a lot of books from college. And I just, I'm a book hoarder really when it comes down to it. And yeah, basically used it as a litter box and destroyed everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not exactly sure what I lost, but I know it's a lot of my college books, a lot of stuff that I would have liked to have the option to revisit. And I would have a hard time even trying to replace because I'd have to look and see, you know, what it was I'm missing.
1: Um, Like an obscure joke that no one will get except you. But like, were you secretly hoping like, oh no, one of them wasn't the Marilyn Manson oil biography, was it? Darn.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, that one's in my basement and it (laughs) it survived the flood. So yes, it's still down there. Um. Yeah. So that, like, that's very much like the. uh That's my Legos. That's what I left behind. Mm-hmm. I, I. I. I did transfer a bunch of books over here at some point, but there was still a lot of stuff there. Thanks to you, actually, I did save some stuff that probably would have been destroyed, like stuff that I took, especially to show you the Gandhi book and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all here now because uh, yeah, because you wanted to see it. So, thank mm-hmm. you for. Asking me about stuff that I say from college at some point. <laughs> um,
1: Maybe that could be a segment we do. That would be fun.
0: Like, yeah. As far as like with our new podcast, which I'm plugging on every episode that we're doing, which oh. will be We Chaos. Uh, Segue. Which... <laughs>
1: what?
0: Segue.
1: <Segway. laughs>
0: Got it. Segu- like, um, I side story of real life, but it's it's a funny one. Um, everybody knows my friend Jen. She's been on the podcast before in vague ways. She um, had a surgery a while back, and there was a chance they would have had to take out her uh, duodenum. But for some reason, she got it in her head to only call it her Duda Dotum. That's what she would say. Yep, that's fair. I, it took me like six months to realize she was saying duodenum. I had no idea what the hell she meant by duodenum.
1: I'm going to have to look that word up now because when you said it, I was like, what tea?"
0: Duodenum. It's the uh, it's uh, in the middle of your chest. It's the muscle right there. Um, I believe it's the thing that if it like vi- if it uh, spasms, you get hiccups.
1: Oh, so duodenum or whatever. That sounds that- like some kind of weird, like, uh, like earthy band.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, but yeah, the word's "Duwadnam," but she would always say "Dootadotum," and it took me six months to figure out what she said, and she still says "Dootadotum."
1: So, okay. So, name of the episode, right? Got it.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, yeah. As far as like we are, we are chaos. It's a, it's going to be a discussion show, so we could definitely like break out some of the books and stuff from back in the day and like discuss those books. So that'll be fun. Like I'm I forward to that. It's been a while since I looked through those.
1: All right. um, so, so to backtrack and get ourselves back to the central place, so yes, get back- basics back- on the band, <laughs> AJR. It's three brothers, Adam, Jack, and Ryan. Their last name is Met, M E T. They are all interesting musicians. They some of them sing, some of them play percussion, some of them do all sorts of stuff. And neither one, not one person does one thing. They kind of rotate. Okay. So this was off of the album Neo Theater, which came out in 2018. Um, they kind of I love
0: the phrase Neo Theater. I saw that in the video. It's like, <laughs> that's a really cool phrase to actually coin for yourself. Neo Theater. But go ahead.
1: But no, yes, and that's the thing. I also was just like, well, that's a cool album name. So definitely on the same page of that. Um, <clears throat> so one of the things that you picked up on, so I will talk about in some length, is they kind of like are kind of up and coming. Like they have a couple, they have like two or three bigger hits now. Um, mm-hmm. But like this song also references their own, like building of a, of a progression. So I'll get to that in a minute too. Right. But one of their most famous songs, <clears throat> I think it's called a hundred words. So when they were writing this song, they basically were like sampling a lot of their older songs and mm-hmm. they were kind of piecing those and putting that together. So the lyrics are one thing where they recorded and then, a lot of the percussion a lot of the different things you see are bits and pieces of other songs. So it's like, you know how, like a lot of times, you know, once an artist gets famous, they'll like reference their songs in their songs. Yes. Like, you know, um, like Bon Jovi did it a bunch of times, like in one song, he would literally reference the title of another one or the main character of that. It, in some sense, that's, that's kind of what they did, but they didn't do it on purpose. They just, that's what they do. They sample and the one guy samples a lot and DJs. Mm-hmm. So he took parts of their first album and then some of their most famous songs and took tiny little bits and pieces and put it into it. And it's meant to like, not, it's like on face value, you're like, this sounds good. And then the more you listen to it, like, this is kind of broken up. And you're like, oh yeah, kind of the whole thing is about like breaking, rebuilding and reconstructing Um, with the whole Legos. Yep.
0: (laughs) If you will. All right. Yeah, no, it's a really, it's a very interesting sound, and it, like at first it was very jarring, but then you get kind of used to it, and it just sounds like a good backup to the to the lyrics. So, yeah, that was. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as like the rest of the song goes, um, like how old are these guys? Because it is a very because I think this the,
1: the they wrote it. So the song was in 2018, but I think the they wrote it in 2016. So mm-hmm. I think they're all like a little younger than us, but not by much, like a couple years. I think I could pull okay. it up if I really had the technology, but <laughs> the phones and the Anchor app sometimes don't like each other. So we're going to leave that That's be. True. I'm just going to say okay. that they're like probably like between 27 and 29, somewhere in that range. I think okay. they're 28. So I'm just going <laughs> to speedball it at like the average. There you um, go. Oh, that works. And yeah. the only other thing, because I did mention it, um, and they did talk about it when you like look stuff up, there is a line that says people want shirts with the band name on it. So that's actually kind of like an inside fan reference. Cause like, they never really thought they would want to be popular. They were just kind of like brothers that were just kind of jamming. And like, they were kind of like street musicians that were just kind of like coffee shop kind of guys. Right. And then once they had hundred words and, uh, like the most famous song that people would know is, um, burn the house down, um, and like that became one of those i forget what but it was like one of those either android or iphone commercials and you know when you have that song and it's it's a hooky song people are going like oh well i'm going to hear it 15,000 times and they'll get all this other stuff so they got all this publicity so they actually made a shirt (laughs) well not with their band name on it but literally it says the band name um so when the first time that they actually played this song live uh this i forget which brother um the one that writes think that's mm-hmm. adam don't quote me wrote a had a shirt that just said that like the name like the band name so yeah. that kind of stuck with it and when they rewrote the song and redid the sampling of it they kept that in there because they thought it was kind of fitting too because it was like kind of where they were was kind of explaining how the band became famous like when they were first kind of figuring stuff out they didn't think you know they were going to do well and when they started to all things kind of happened really fast and they kind of wanted to you know Kind of cling on to something like different support, like the whole moving out thing, kind of right. became more of a reality because they kind of had to. But then also it was like, you know, I do want to, you know, progress as an adult. But like this is pretty fun and like it's scary.
0: Right. Yeah. No. It like first of all, I love that. Um, I love when artists because there's a couple ways you can go when you get famous. Because as far as I can tell, it hasn't happened to me yet. Hopefully, podcast proves me wrong. One day. Uh, but if, even if it does, it's not going to be a quick process for me. No matter what, when it happens now, <laughs> but anyway. But as far as I can tell, when you do become famous as an artist, there's a couple of different ways people tend to deal with it. There are the people that like immediately like, oh, okay, this is my new reality, and just try to absorb everything that that brings to them. Um, and then there are other people like these guys. It seems like who are aware that they're becoming famous. And don't really try and fight back against it, but sort of use it to make more art and make more ironic statements about the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite, like, uh, example. One of my favorite songs about this, actually, um, and I think everybody knows him now because of the his last album just blew crazy up everywhere. But um, if you ever listen to Bo Burnham's, I think it's second album, he has a song called "Art Is Dead." Hmm. where it's just him very specifically talking about how he's a young kid who's now famous and it's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) And it's like one of my favorite lines is um, uh, rolling in dough as Carlin rolls in his grave. Like, because he's talking about George Carlin, and I'm just, mm. that's one of my favorite songs, period, not, not to mention comedy songs. But yeah, like, that's one of the ways you can go with it. And that seems sort of like how these guys kind of went with it. Not, maybe not to that same level, but with that idea of having that kind of t-shirt definitely fits in that mold. Well, I
1: think that also kind of fits with like the more of like the push for Gen Z is like the kind of showing people like what their moment is. So like instead of saying like I'm famous, they're actually like walking people through like their more inner monologue of what's going on in their lives. And that's a lot of artists right now, especially in like the pop world.
0: Which I wouldn't know because I'm much, much older when it comes to music.
1: (laughs) See, I'm not either. But like, I don't know, pop is just kind of like. It oozes like no matter what yeah. you do, even if you try to avoid it, you'll just hear it. And like,
0: That's true. it does. Like if it seeps into me, it seeps. It seeps everywhere because <laughs> I, I want to make this very clear. If I haven't made my my personal music taste well known, it's because they're very eclectic. But um, yeah. they're also very well. They can be eclectic. I mean, I listen to a lot of different genres, but they're all pretty much older. And to the point where when I was in like middle school, I wasn't listening to the pop music of my time. I was listening to Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra. So it in one way, it's kind of nice now that I'm older because it's like, oh, the music I listened to when I was younger was already old. So I don't have this, oh, how can this person be this old? And how can these kids not know this song? It's like, yeah, no, the kids that I grew up with didn't know the songs I was listening to. So it doesn't matter.
1: But so, To make this like a little meta, like one of the uh, things that helped you get more current was wrestling. Cause wrestling brought up like new and current, like new artists that like now we know well, but like when they were, you know, theme songs, they were up and coming artists that people didn't know or didn't give credit to.
0: That's true. Yeah. Saliva. Like um, definitely that's how I got to know them because they were, a big, mm. big part of wrestling for a minute there. Um, yeah, a lot of different bands. That's true, yeah. Alter now, Bridge. Alter Bridge. I'm trying to think of the other one. Alter Bridge actually has a new song. I don't know if it's a new song for them, but they, uh, Edge's theme song has changed to a new Alter Bridge <sighs> song. Um, I'll send, I'll, like, I'll link you to the new song. I think you'll really like it. His new character is really cool. And it's, uh, it sounds like it's a really good song. Even though I don't watch WWE, I, I enjoy that song. So, um, but yeah, so as far as, like, uh, getting into pop music now, it's, you know, it's not something I try and do, but I do appreciate when I, you know, come across something that speaks to me, and this mm-hmm. definitely does. And
1: uh, that's the thing, too, not only that, and I think this is one of the things that, like, the last thing I do want to say about this artist that stands out for me mm-hmm. is, I don't know if you remember, like, the late 2000s where, like, dubstep kind of became, like, popular, and I despised most of it. But, like, there's a crossover, especially with more, like, aggressive things where, like, this is the kind of pop that's somehow still edgy at some point. Um, I think that's kind of one of our, like, Gen Z slash millennial, like, tieovers is, like, making things about more, like, insecurities, personal insecurities and things like that. And then making that kind of aggressive, even though it's supposed to be, like, la, la, la and soft is, like, that's something that kind of has, like, the whole rock, like, blues element to the T. And, like, this is one of the bands that did that because, like the song that i knew and then a couple of the other ones like one of the more po- <clears throat> popular ones now is bang it just has mm-hmm. a unique kind of fun sound where it's kind of light but it's also it's not light in like the taylor swift traditional like guitar picking kind of way right it has i would more say synth, it has more electronic but it doesn't over like right. edm it
0: yeah i would say honestly with that that kind of at least the kind of feel that they're going for, it kind of reminds me of uh, Nirvana, but in, in a <laughs> sneaky way. Because, like, oh, okay. Because, you know, Nirvana, Grunge, had that, like, obviously. You, like, that was right in your face when you listen to Nirvana about, like, you know, I mean, fuck they have the have a world. song called
1: Rape Me, so.
0: Exactly. So <laughs> that was right in your face, but <laughs> the stuff is kind of doing that. But you're right, it's much more... Um, if you weren't digging, you'd be like, oh, yeah, just a fun little pop song. Um, but, yeah, no, the, and this song does speak to that because, like, yeah, it's a fun little pop song about a person that's clearly depressed about getting older and scared about what the future holds for them and has no way to really fight against it except for to hold on to their Legos. So,
1: Which is something we can all relate to because no one should ever let go of their Legos.
0: And you should really hold on to the boxes because apparently that's where the value is Ooh. of the Legos.
1: Or the magazines. Like, I don't know if anyone still remembers, but, like, those magazines were awesome. They had yeah. comic strips and everything and storylines. It was, uh
0: I, like, I don't know a lot about it, but I've heard um, from people that, like, collect toys and stuff that apparently Legos, if you... Um, Legos, you can basically buy any one piece that you're missing. Like you can find some place to replace any one piece, but the box with its art, that's the part you can't replace. So that's mm-hmm. the part that's valuable and that's what you want to hold on to. And then you can replace whatever pieces you need to if you ever decide to sell the set. So right. just a little bit of weird because you're knowledge because
1: you're kind of like giving weird knowledge before, like I will credit them, is like they're a very uh-huh. cool company because even two when I was little, like uh-huh. they take certain things very seriously. Like I had my own little like set made up stuff of like I had a character with like a thing and I sent them pictures and explained stuff like just as like a fun thing because like my mom was kind of humoring me Uh and I sent this and they responded back with this super professional letter basically saying like, you know, I had good ideas or whatever, but like because I had taken pictures of it because I had that like I had essentially like trademarked my own thing. So like it was officially mine and they couldn't sell it or make profit off of it. So that was kind oh. of a nice thing of just, like, them basically saying, like, cool, kid, keep keep doing what you're doing, and, like, we're not going to, like, incidentally take advantage of what you just, you know, created, no matter how simple it is. So it's, like, here, keep doing the, you know, unique thing that you are of creating and building things, and we're going to give you that initial credit for it.
0: Man, I wish more companies were like that. I just found <laughs> out uh, today, like, I, I, I don't keep up with this stuff, but apparently Getty Images can go fuck themselves. Um <laughs> this is completely unrelated except for the fact that the company doing the exact opposite. So what Getty Images is doing or what has done is taken a bunch of photos out of public domain, some of which were given directly to the library of Congress for anybody to use. And then they're selling them for like $500, $1,500. Now you could still get them for free if you know to go look at public domain. But if you're just using Getty Images, you wouldn't know that. So, Fuck them for making money on stuff that people that did it wanted to be free. That's stupid. Um,
1: so they aren't giving up their Legos. They're really <laughs> like holding they're... on to their Legos, and they don't want to move on or move out. They want yeah, to like no. push them, like make like sedent themselves. Further into where they where they were,
0: yeah. No, if little DJ Madman had sent them a picture of their of his Lego setup, <laughs> they would have taken the picture, put it up on the website for five thousand dollars, <laughs> and tried to sue you if you ever mentioned it. That's what Getty's images would have done with it. So, um, yeah. So that's a weird place to kind of end with the song, but I think it kind of fits also with that's, just. I, I tried oh, to
1: I tried which. to kind of wrap it back up in.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So this will. I'm gonna put this out. I was going to do it this Sunday as we're recording, which would be the uh, 8th, but I'm going to wait because oh, I've Thursday. already
1: recorded
0: this week's episodes. So it'll be on the, um, what's the next day after that? The 15th then? So it'll be that. It'll be uh, Sunday, the 15th of May. And uh, yeah, check out everything we're doing. I believe if I'm because of the way everything should be set up, uh, this last Wednesday we would have done Oh Brother Where Art Thou. That's we're gonna do release that bank show as our Wednesday show. So okay. that'll be cool. and uh, yeah Star Trek will be Deep Space Nine, and uh, next week will be Chaos at Ringside with more Star Trek probably Voyager if I'm doing my math right. Might be reversed by the way. Either way it'll be Voyager one week Deep Space Nine the other. So. Um, yeah, and I will come back with more of the Chaos uh, Traveler. Uh, just weird stuff got in the way for a while, but there's definitely a lot of songs I still want to do. Um, one that we mentioned doing on, uh, for another episode that's kind of a link to an episode we already did was uh, uh, Cats in the Cradle. Mm-hmm. So I should go back to that. But I also just for some reason uh, was thinking we should do American um, American Pie.
1: Ooh. I don't know dude, that would be like a 45-minute recording, especially you know that there's so much history behind that. Yeah. Oh, hmm. Like, I wouldn't want to bring my dad in just because of all <laughs> the stuff that he knows. But like, he wouldn't be able to use tech. Not like, he has an iPhone, but, like, he just finally uh-huh. – like, for the people that – I remember he took it to the store, and all of the kids at work, they were like, what is this? And they're like, it's still an iPhone, but it's from, like, I don't know, seven or eight generations before. It's the <laughs> one before there were numbers, so –
0: It's basically a a glass brick at this point.
1: (laughs) Um, Pretty much. This is my paperweight that I use to send messages. But, uh,
0: (laughs) yep. Yeah, we've got a lot of other uh, songs that we can do. And uh, we'll try and do more current stuff, which is part of the reason we went to this band. Uh, But we'll definitely keep diving back because, as I just revealed, I like really older music. And uh, at some point, I will probably sit down and we'll probably do some Frank Sinatra. I have to actually pick the song. Um, one of the ones that I, I can't remember which one it is, one of Dean Martin's songs, which is one of his more famous songs, was written completely out of spite. Um, when, awesome okay, one. it was like in the 60s, and his kids were listening to the Beatles, and they were like, Dad, your music is so old, and you should listen to the Beatles. They're the greatest. He's like, Oh, okay, yeah. And he wrote, wrote a song, Knock the Beatles on number one. He's like, What the fuck do you think of the Beatles now? Like, so it's completely out of spite.
1: It'd be great if that was, like, the name of the song, like, Fuck the Beatles or something like that.
0: It was, it's, like, one of his more famous songs. I just can't remember which one it is. But, uh, like, yeah, I'll put it on the list. At some point, we will do it, and we can talk more about that story if I can find more stuff about it. Um,
1: Yeah. To give one more suggestion, too, and we've been mm-hmm. talking about this, is, especially with Chaos, Chaos Traveler, like, if people want us to do specific songs, like, I'll pretty much do anything. I'll listen to anything once and try to find some mm-hmm. kind of, deep, profound or non-existent deep, profound meeting. So if you yeah. want to have us to do something specific, we can, we'll can. at least see it and see if we can listen to it. And if, if it's available and we can learn something about it, we'll see if we can uh, do the same and promote it.
0: Yeah. And, I, and I'll and i also I'll expand that to everything. Um, if there's something you want us to do like a watch along with, the chaos is everywhere. You can send an email to, for, for everything to at chaos pod. I'm not at chaos pod show at gmail.com. And yeah, any suggestions for watch longs for chaos everywhere we will do it. If you want to hear us talk about a topic when we start getting uh, We Are Chaos up and running, feel free to give suggestions there. We're like, I'm hoping at some point we'll get more interaction that way. That was always part of the plan. I mean, we haven't run low on ideas at all yet, but it would be nice to start seeing people ask for stuff. So, yeah, anything you want to ask for, we'll, we'll definitely take a within, look at within it.
1: Within reason, there may be a few things that we might not be able to do. But like...
0: yeah, We we obviously hold the right to be like if you say, hey, could you watch does w- Dallas? No, we're not going to watch... Like a porno, even if it is a classic porno, no, we're not going to do that. But within reason, I think we'd be pretty accommodating for any suggestions you might have. So, um, although, pardon me, I've never watched that movie, but it is like referenced so much. And I don't oh, really boy, have it's,
1: a, it's It's a good butt of a joke.
0: It. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I need to watch it to understand the jokes. So I don't think it matters. Um, anyway, uh, oh, random piece of trivia. In the movie Cool World, which we might get to someday, they were going to uh, actually call the city instead of Hollywood, um, what is it, Dallas Wood or something like that, in reference to Debbie Does Dallas. Hmm. Yeah, it's, I don't know if you've ever seen Cool World. It's a very, it's a, right up our alley. It's a very weird cartoon slash. All
1: right, um, put it on the list.
0: Yeah. It's, it's bad but horrible, and there's people that love it. And it's, yeah, we should definitely watch it at some point.
1: You had me uh, at It's Bad.
0: So, I'm in. <laughs> uh, I think it was directed by the same guy that did Wizards, to be honest with you, if I remember correctly. Hmm. So, all right. Anyway, that's all stuff for later. Uh, thanks to Eric Bowman for the theme song. Uh, follow us on Twitter at uh, Chaos Pod Show. Follow me at LastGilchrist1. Maybe at some point you can follow the other two. I did just take out Twitters for both of them, but I just kind of sit on them until they decide to do something with them. <laughs> and in the meantime, follow me at TikTok at Last Gilchrist as well. Um, but I think that's about it for everything tonight, unless you had anything else you wanted to add.
1: <clears throat> I'm going to try it and fail. Mm-hmm. Stay, do a deaden them out there.
0: Due to dead in them. Uh, close. It was close. <laughs> Maybe I'm the weird one for knowing how to say to wad them. I don't know. All right. Have a good night, everybody.